smooth he said y'all all right y'all all right his sure. all right had a v in it i mean um <laughs> i'm just you got y'all gotta give me a minute i'm just trying to get back acclimated to this thing here it's been a little minute um <coughs> but i guess we should introduce you so hello how are you guys doing my name is 4kj welcome to the four stress podcast um if you are a new listener welcome if you're a returning listener for a minute, we're gonna get into all of that. But Frankie, how you doing, beloved? I'm all right, man. Good to see you, bro. It's good to see you here. B double OG over there. Mm-hmm. Yes, nigga. <laughs> Just threw his hands up. Nah, we back though, man. We had a little um. What's what's the what's the what's the word for it? Um, we got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga went right to the shit. Hey, look, man. We gonna before we get all right. Let me just get the proper shit out the way. Church announcements. Follow the show on everything. IG for the stress underscore podcast on IG. Follow me on Twitter at 4KJ. Follow Frankie at Frankie Metals on IG. Follow at Celestial Goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy Tico for your herbal needs. Thank you, first and foremost, to everyone who's been rocking with us during this transitional period. As uh, frankly, Frankie, frankly, as Frankie so eloquently put it. Niggas got robbed, man. I just, I don't know. That's the most clear-cut way I can say it. Niggas got robbed. Um, our previous establishment, which we recorded, were, and had events, were, had a number of things going on, were, was robbed. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, niggas, who did that shit, by the way. But, yeah. but thank you to every single person that has looked out were, in a major way because, you know, you don't really know how people fuck with you until they fuck with you that's a fact and and that's a fact that's been well proven because i gotta thank a lot of people out there get your shit off right my homie k money malone or my boy maverick this there's really too many people to name you know i want to thank my masonic brotherhood mm-hmm. i want to thank um you know shout my, out to the masons my moms i want to the mommies i want to thank um every one of my friends anybody who called me just to kick it all the studios that have invited me to their place and, mm-hmm. and i've been working out of there with them and you know it's fucking dope as hell man when you walk around and people are like like I walk into a random studio mm-hmm. and they'll recognize me and be like, yo, you Frankie Meadows, right? Word. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know me? I never set foot in this city. <laughs> Where do I know you from? You know, but the work ethic was there. You know, I did this shit close to like nine years. So it's been nine years of recording people every day, you know, throwing parties, producing music, Word. working with mad talent and you know i've always been in my studio so this this kind of was something that had to occur how it occurred because now we back we back we set up and we and it's it's gonna be so dope well can i let me get my it's gonna get so dope let me get my thank you so first and foremost i want to thank my family i want to thank um 
all the homies, all the listeners and supporters who've hit me up, hit Frankie up, everyone who's contributed to the GoFundMe that we set up to get back up and rolling. Um, like Frank was saying, like you don't understand, <clears throat> pardon me, you don't understand or you don't realize how many people fuck with you until they fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? We got we were in a kind of a weird position, but those who stepped up and showed out did what they had to do and we appreciate y'all. We love y'all for it. And we've been we've been gone for like a month and some change really. And trust me, like that shit is I, I guess that sometimes you gotta destroy to, to rebuild and Word up and yeah, you know, that, that that month and a half was really nothing. Nah, word, word. Because, word. you know, a motherfucker lost his life savings. Word. At that, you know, at that expense. So, for me to for me to get back in a month and I have what I gained in nine years, damn. Thank, you. Just go, that thank just, you to everybody. No, thank you for real, for real. That thank just you goes to everybody. To, that just goes to show you the type of um, support that you have. And, you know, times like that, you got to, like... Niggas don't understand the values of support systems. They gonna me? understand when they see me snatching a Grammy. And I'm like, this cause of you! <laughs> this cause of you! I'm wilding on stage. Yeah, don't let me get I got my story set and it was yeah. everybody that helped out to make it happen. Speak. Everybody was part of the story. Yeah, speak that shit into existence, man. Mm-hmm. Speak that shit into existence. Right? But I, I believe and I, I fully believe in the power of um, support systems and fucking... Everybody, man. Everybody. I, I just, I can't even put into words how much support that we, we received while on hiatus and just that shit was that shit was kind of bothering me, man. Cause you know, if, if if y'all follow the show, y'all know we we consistent. You know, I like to put out shows every single week. We don't like to slow down on the content, but fuck all that, cause we back. But we here with it. So what are we talking about? I've I have a I have a fucking grievance to air out. First of all. And why are we talking about the incident that happened? You know, niggas got us right before Black History Month. That's the real shit that bothered me. Mm. How the fuck you do that to us right before Black History Month? Somebody did it to the doctors. So they did it to us. But the bounce back is crazy. You niggas ain't got no respect. You niggas ain't got no manners. Nothing. You do that shit right right before Black History Month. We couldn't even get into our bag and fucking celebrate properly but it's all good because black history month was a wild last month anyway i can't even think about all of the wild shit that happened while we've been gone because it's a bunch of wild shit that happened like niggas is faking hate attacks the president is still wild <laughs> motherfucking has he spoken yet because see uh, unlike before right for people who were listeners of the show i know about nothing Oh, Frankie, you back on your but shit. But Frankie man. has some spare time on his hands. They <laughs> got to read the news once in a while. <laughs> I got to see some stuff. Nah, you know what happened? He he been low. He been low. And for those who don't know, unless you've been living on Mars for the past month, we talking about the Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Whatever. Smollett. What's, how you say it? I don't know how to say his fucking name, and it don't matter. The guy, the guy got beat up for fake. Yeah, he got beat up for fake. He went on TV here. and said, I punched him in his fucking face. Nigga said he was the gay Tupac. Some wild shit, like, I don't know. I don't know. Don't disrespect that, man. That nigga did some more other shit, but yeah, he been low. He been low. I've been following that story closely, but just because, like, I want to see how it plays out. But 
pardon me there's been um the chicago police department was they're still trying to figure out if they're gonna bring him up on charge and shit that shit is like that shit is a real life soap opera for real because they saying now the fucking feds are saying that the chicago pd is they got their facts wrong and he's still saying he ain't do it but then the brothers who he quote unquote allegedly let me just put allegedly because i don't want none of you niggas suing me he allegedly the brothers allegedly said that they sorry and he paid them with a fucking check it's just been all types of wild shit with that fucking story and i don't know what to believe at this point at all i all i do know is that nigga's a liar yeah, he's definitely a liar and i don't think it matters this confusion was gonna happen after yeah they, like after they realized like you you suffered an embarrassment because you went on tv and said it happened not nah, first real. so now like how can you face the tv again after lying to america like well, you know to they, the world they, like they dubbed them off to the show off of what's the name of that shit empire, empire. that was gonna yeah, that was dubbed coming them off to that shit yeah he, that's because it's not a good look uh, they roll them out of the last two uh episodes of the season so like and then the wild shit is how i how i knew it all looked funny like he had an album supposed to be coming out either this month or like it's supposed to be like yeah this 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 he month. was trying to time it with his yeah he's trying to time music. it like come on bro come on bro like if that's what you gotta like the niggas the shit that people do for clout is just um od for real yeah so i'm gonna let y'all know i ain't gonna hold you like if shit get rough i'm faking i'm faking a uh hate crime somebody beat me up and called me a nigga that's what i'm going for <laughs> fuck it if you can get if you can get media attention like that and you know the views get too low over here i'm going for it man the media attention is what i thought was was more despicable because when they finally arrested him they had the chicago pd's like captain of the force and shit and like yeah because he out. hit because he hit the fucking hat trick of all of everything that america gets mad at yeah. he did the the homophobic the racist and maga nigga that's gonna he got everybody or he had everybody on his side that was like, the plan that's the plan like but for real justin you did some bullshit beloved and and you know not we gotta add the real disturbances about it because it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. you know from a from a uh just as watching this shit on TV, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. But here's the thing: so that same night, there were other crimes, wow. and other people were getting beat up for real. And somebody needed the cops, and they those wait. cops th- couldn't make it to them. Yeah, they wasting time with your ass, right? Because they they following up yeah. a ploy. So people probably got hurt that night because you you uh, took away for attention. Because at the end of the day, what did you do it for? So you paid these other guys. Mm-hmm to come and assault you fake assault you and they really like staged the shit yeah so then then you could get popping again and 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 you you know you get on tv thank That's... you and and you know you, you i think that it's just it's you're not a man like you're not even a man of your word you're not a man period to I, do I just, some shit like, like that. he he you know, in a, in a society that we're living in, everyone is trying to garner attention because, like I always say, attention is the new currency. And in this day and age, for you to have any, for you to garner the support that you're looking for, people will do some extravagant shit just to get the attention. And sometimes it works, 
sometimes it doesn't but because people are so gullible and because it's so easy to lie and manipulate people like if 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 he didn't fuck up his own facts he could have got away with this shit for real for real Mm -hmm. but he fucked up his own facts but let's keep it in chicago real fast um no i'm lying let's shout out to georgia because these beautiful people finally indicted that bullshit ass nigga r kelly right all of my prayers have have come to fucking fruition fruition words because the georgia police or georgia's whatever the the law enforcement in georgia has indicted r kelly on child 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 pornography sexual abuse did i should have child abuse all types of shit sexual assault because there's new information that came out about his old ass trying to fuck a 14 year old wasn't he already he already had shit against him but this is brand new evidence of him trying to fuck a 14 year old i think they got him on tape well they put the transcript out because I think the video was just like OD. Like people don't want people. Nobody needs to see that. Is this really shocking though? No, it's not shocking. But it's like it took it took y'all niggas long enough. He's been wilding for years now. Yeah. He's been wilding for years now, and he he's was, had a problem for years. That nigga ain't got no problem. He's fucking sick. He's got a problem. He's got something wrong with him. The same way there's something wrong with a sociopath or a rapist falls in that same category, especially a serial rapist who kind of created his own world. His own fantasy in his house, like that's some sick shit. But that's he's what, got. We can't. We can't say that the man doesn't have problems. Like, right, he needs I to see it. a therapist. I, I he needs to that. be off the streets. You know, like, he, the nigga. The nigga has a. The nigga has a real problem. But at the same time, like he has been able to hide behind his fame and his notoriety. and his friends and, and his, his friends, friends because so obviously if that, there's a whole group of people protecting you, well, they're just as guilty. Yeah, too. of course, because he's our fucking Kelly. But like it took him. The judge, I thought originally, the judge had a no bail clause on his on his arrest, but I guess they amended it, and he got out on like a hundred thousand dollar bond, which he barely had the money. Some white lady bailed him out, so it's still some sick motherfucker supporting him. But I'm just, I, I'm praying that this motherfucker gets some jail time, because like enough is enough, man. It took. I listen. I'm listen. Better late than never in this situation, but. That motherfucker needs to go to jail, bro. He needs to go to fucking jail. The less time he spends out in the outside world, the less people he can affect. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what's most yeah. important because we can't look at it like, ah, he's in jail, boom. Nah, and you, he's and in you jail. Wanna, and you want to know some sick shit that I learned about that? Well, the nigga got out, right? He went to McDonald's. Now, I, the reporter, beloved, I can't remember your name. I'm sorry. But one of the reporters who've been following the R. Kelly case was saying that he would go to McDonald's to to pick up young, younger girls. That was like his move, right? Like because you know, girls go to fucking McDonald's. Yeah, and chances are there's a McDonald's by your high school. Right. So he would go to the McDonald's because he's fucking R. Kelly, buy some little ass girl a fucking quarter pounder and a fucking Happy Meal, and he would fucking abduct them scoop her right up yeah right like there. and then what does he the nigga, go fishing yeah basically and then what does the nigga do as soon as he gets out of jail goes to fucking mcdonald's this nigga's sick bro he is fucking sick i just like come on man i don't know what other signs that you need man motherfucker has to go to jail bro he has to go to fucking jail he's sick he's fucking sick 
I, listen, I've been on this podcast repeatedly saying fuck R. Kelly, and I will do so until they snatch me off this microphone. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. Pause. Fuck that nigga. He's fucking nasty. But I just, like, I'm grateful, and I'm very appreciative of law enforcement and bringing up charges on this, bringing up charges on this man because, like, it's certain shit that we just can't. I don't know, man. I don't know. But it's like we, <laughs> like, what, what, what do we miss? We 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 miss the the Jesse shit. We miss the R. Kelly shit. Um. Oh, shout out the Cranius. We gonna switch Word gears up. a little bit. Shout out the Cranius. Shout out the Rosetta. Shout out the Jasper. Shout out to the Kasha. Shout out to the Bishop Bedford Gallery and, and Besta. Um, me and, the whole fam. Yo, we, me and Frank went <laughs> over to the um. The art exhibit over there they had a still nigga art exhibit and i was a part of a panel over there called uh we need us just talking about uh creators responsibility to the community helping other creatives get um sharing other creative tips and it was that was a good fucking panel man absolutely i mean i was sitting in the crowd and it was the most you know informative way of really bringing down a conversation Word. about people who are currently coming from working in the industry Word. To, to meet with you and talk about what they do every day and the aspect of how to do what they do every day and Word. how to look at shit. And it was an open discussion. It wasn't just a panel because Word. sometimes a panel is, is you know, saturated with all the same types of people but it was a it was a good mix it of was a good mix right good you mix had photographers you had yeah. artists you had fashion designers yeah. and you know i brought i was a musical element up until pd and craig showed up yeah shout out to pd and craig <laughs> you know and now we have more music in the building yeah. and it was a open discussion from many different aspects about art Word. and making a living off of it and I, and creating I, a legacy off i ain't gonna hold it. you that was my first time doing a panel and I was glad I went because I met a lot of dope people. I met a, I made a lot of dope connections, and it's just good to see other black creators out here moving and grooving because we kind of like we were saying earlier about support systems. Like that's a good that's mm-hmm. another good avenue for support systems to kind of gain knowledge, to share ideas, to share tactics, to share any form of knowledge with each other because. You, you you can't really buy that type of information. Absolutely. That Absolutely. Type, that that really that is really like priceless information just from networking and talking to people and then like the vibe was super dope. It was a bunch of fire art on the wall. Like yo, shout out to Cranny and shout out to Rosetta. Yeah, like, definitely shout out to Rosetta because yeah. you know he put that together very well. I Word. was very impressed Word. with um the amount of information yeah. from all different aspects and the fact that you could just stand up and be a part of the discussion oh, yeah. and in reality you know I have a conversation about where you could change a few things right right there Word. right then and there so um, I believe that it's it's more important to have these types of events more often and attend that's the key thing not just throw them but make sure that you attend that people attend like a seminar you type you of thing to. because um, what's going on essentially is that you're convening mm-hmm right you're convening like a place of worship in a church you know they convene to talk about the lord the lord, you know that's a good word lord they're here to talk about the lord so 
they want to uh, convene and talk about the arts. And, I, and that's very and that's very important for young creatives out here. Like, um, coming from where we coming from, there's a lot of young creatives in the city, and they don't sometimes they have a hard time finding outlets to to meet other people who are in the same field as them, or even if they're not in the same field, who who have other creative aspirations and events like that are imperative for young creatives to go into and talk to and network with people because you never know who you can meet you never know who you can run to and just i'm a big advocate for talking to other people who may not do what you do because you can learn something for every you can learn something from everybody absolutely everybody has like even even like it just like i like i am big on just talking to people who who may be more knowledgeable in other areas that you're not like that shit is is important for any creative because it's hard it's it's easy to get wrapped up in your bubble and not venture out and talk to people and you feel like you're stagnant and again events like that are like any young creators if you're listening i don't care what you do music rap music art fucking marketing whatever you need to be at events like that that shit is 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 wild important for you to just be for you to just even be inspired to continue to do whatever that you're doing shout out to um elliot bless a dope rapper i met from um harlem shout out out jasper yo shout out to yo shout out to my bro jasper that that's that's a hard-working brother um shout out to soulful from franklin jersey He's another dope artist. Shout out to um, I can't remember everybody's name. Dinnerland, shout out to Dinnerland. Oh my shit, yo! Shout out to Shake, bro. Shout out to fucking Shake. Shout out to Dinnerland. Shout out to Alexa Norton. Uh, I fucked her name up. I'm sorry, beloved. Shout out to Dinnerland. Shout out to everybody at Dinnerland. Like that shit was dope, man. That shit was fucking dope as fuck, man. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to be out and about a little more because shit like that was. I can't. I was fucking. You saw. You saw how hype I was. I was fucking hype, man. I was fucking hype. You can't. I can't. I was very happy there. Yeah. I was very, very happy there. Yeah, A lot man. of genuine people, um, all coming together, and and you know the the pride was really at the door. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, like, I did not see anybody who, who walked in there prideful. Mm-hmm. Everyone that walked in there walked in wearing themselves. You know, uh, I could speak. You know, for for the most part, from what I saw. Everyone up there was was 100% authentic, Burr. you know, and um, real, Burr. you know, and was 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 telling it like it is, you know. So you're there to listen Burr. and observe, and and again, it's convening. So when you go to church and you you pray to the to to the Lord with everyone, the Lord. you leave. <laughs> You leave remembering your morals. The Lord. The Lord. You leave remembering your morals when, yeah. you, when you walk. You're like, you know, okay, boom, this is this is necessary. Word. You know, it's necessary for me to be able to handle this week and not feel like I'm overwhelmed because mm-hmm. I don't have faith in my heart. You know, you need that. So the convening of artists coming together, just being there Word. for people on the panel and people outside of the panel, you know, objectively asking questions. It's, it, you leave with more faith, you know. You leave with more vision. You, you leave. You leave uh, pumped. You know. You were pumped as fuck on the ride home. Yo, I was hype. I was fucking hype. And 
that made me think about you know sometimes in situations like we had like it's easy to kind of get um discouraged and feel like you know it's easy to fall into a, a, a vicious cycle of self-pity and feel like, yo, why the fuck this shit happened to me? Why the fuck this shit happened? Why can't I do what I love to do? And it's just like going to that event and just kind of keeping the community, like us talking, me talking to Bob, me talking to my family, like it kind of kept me inspired because it's like you, 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 in that, in that hiatus, hiatus I kind of refound my purpose like acknowledging re-acknowledging that you know this is what i'm supposed to be doing shout out to shaka because um i went down to see my family in georgia a couple months ago and i linked up with shaka and me and shaka talked and she was just like a very big like push to like yo keep going my nigga like you're doing the right thing you're gonna be fine you and frank gonna be fine like it's just like i'm just this this period even though it wasn't like wow long this period really, really kind of realigned the, the the focus and the, the the work ethic for real because, you know, sometimes you got to shake the table a little bit. That's all. It just, I mean, that's all. It, it wasn't it wasn't the nece- it wasn't the ideal situation, but sometimes shaking the table is needed to kind of get back on your shit. You feel me? But we back rocking and rolling, and that's what you know I mean. That's all I can. All I can help, all I can pray for, for real. Word. All I can pray for, for real. And like, I was kind of tight. We missed out on so much shit. I don't. Um, I did watch. Um, what's my man name from Trump's lawyer? I saw him basically snitch on Trump. Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. He had a public hearing in front of Congress where he basically snitched on. Um, Trump and just kind of confirmed everything we already knew about him and it made me think about sometimes snitching is good sometimes if we don't really like the nigga that you snitching on we'll tolerate it nobody really likes Trump for real I think the snitching days that's done unless you're really in the trap I mean well well, first and foremost snitches don't even get killed anymore so like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you just literally scaving some years off of your ass. Basically, because Takashi is in there singing like motherfucking Jodeci in, in fucking prison right now. Like he, they talking about he might be on some shit where it's down to like community service for real. Mm-hmm. Like he may not get any jail time. So it's like we, you know, like Hove said, streets is, streets is done. So to all you snitches out there, live it up, cause y'all y'all have there's no repercussions for any of your actions right now like Mm-mm. but between the that between the R. Kelly shit like between the Jesse shit um one of the some congresswoman called parts of Baltimore the nigga district like black like February was wild as fuck yeah you didn't hear about that I ain't know about all that <laughs> I can't re- I can't remember the congresswoman's name cause she's not that important but they caught her I, I don't know whether it was on tape or she said it um i forgot where she said it but she basically called the inner city sections of baltimore the nigga district damn and then she had to come back and and and, and apologize for her confidence or whatever but you know same shit different day it's just like <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why everyone decided to wow during february but like 
I've been saying online for the past couple of weeks that we need to um, petition to get Black History Month either in like in June or in like maybe July. Just to move it? Just to move it. You think that's going to make a difference? Because it's just too, like, because it happens every single, well, last year we had Black Panther come out last year. So my theory is, hear me out. So my theory is because we had so much excitement when Black Panther come out, you know, niggas was walking around in dashikis. Niggas was walking around in dashikis and shit, and everyone had this black excellence and they black excellence and they was doing the fucking Wakanda shit. I feel like the whites collectively said, nah, nigga. Nah. We don't like that. We don't like that shit. The tiger claws, we don't like nigga, that shit. Tiger claws, we don't like uh-uh. fucking T'Challa out here wilding. Uh-uh. We don't like y'all being so happy. So like we don't like you talking too African. <laughs> we don't like you. Now, if you talk, if you talk like Travis Scott, you okay. Like we don't. But we, the more African you sound, now we oh, we don't like that. That's liberation. Yeah. So I think because of all of that, the whites collectively decided we gonna wild the fuck out this year, and I and I think they got the job done. There was way too much shit going on this Black History Month. For what? For what? We can't have. We get the shortest month of the year, and y'all decide to do the most bullshit. <laughs> What, what uh, the, the fucking Gucci shit? Why are you doing the most right now? The fucking Gucci shit, and then Burberry had a hoodie with a fucking noose on it. Like I just I don't understand you niggas. Whoa! Are you gonna hear about the Burberry shit? Look, man. I got Burberry in my bag. I think I'm gonna throw that shit Dude, out. That shit in the garbage, bro. <laughs> After shit. I use it, cause that shit was expensive. <laughs> no, Burberry had a fashion show, and you know they have all these weird clothes at a fashion show, and but one of the the pieces. Was a was a hoodie, but the string part was a fucking noose. Mm-hmm. And then once they caught flack for it, then it was like, oh, we apologize. You know, we were insensitive. Come on, my nigga. Like, y'all knew it was insensitive when y'all put the, the goddamn show together. Like, why are y'all playing like this? What is the point? Y'all like, and then this goes into a deeper point, right? I, we gonna explore this this year, right? That always happens with high fashion. It does, but you know what I realized with all of this shit? He'll figure did it. Yeah, yo, sh- side sidebar. My mother, shout out to shout out to Mama J. Mama OG, J. OG, like she still refuses to wear Hill figure because he said his clothes wasn't for, for wasn't for blacks back in the nineties. Yeah, like she will still wow on Hill figure right now, right? So shout out to her. So this has been a reoccurring theme with fashion houses since the beginning of time, right? Now, I heard a fantastic point of. Why niggas is mad at Gucci and Burberry when you can't afford it? That's fair. I can't afford Gucci. I don't give a fuck. But at the same time, this goes into my theory of we are now in a, a, a age of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Outrage marketing, right? Check out my conspiracy theory. Get your hat together. Now, Got it. Got it on. Now, because of this new age of... Um, triggers and everyone being out outraged and all of this shit right like i was saying earlier the currency now is attention right so these companies know that they know if they could trigger black twitter or instagram or any of that shit they know that i can get attention even if it's people slandering them slandering them online they know that regardless of what people are going to be talking about my product right so boom i have realized they are they are they have been weaponizing our art outrage to benefit them, right? Mm-hmm. So 
they'll say some wild malicious shit online knowing that it's going to up, upset the black community or whoever we're going to talk about it we're going to make it big we're going to make a fucking hashtag about it and they're still going to get their clicks because even if we say oh we're boycotting it we're boycotting it that shit lasts for 72 hours tops and they still know that regardless of this quote unquote boycott they know that people are going to click people are going to go to their site and even if they don't buy the, the product that made them mad initially they might see some other shit that they like so I say all that to say watch everybody can't trust shit out here right and on a deeper level see i got real i had a lot of time to think because i'm getting real scientific with this shit right mm. so russia this is i'm gonna tie it all together it sounds crazy now russia has implemented all of these bots online a bunch of fake pages a bunch of just fake everything it's people who look and sound black quote unquote who just say shit to stir the pot, right? Right. So now what I'm noticing is that a lot of this shit is just, I don't know, some of this shit is outside influence, foreign governments and all of this shit. Or sometimes it's just niggas who want to, like I said, stir the pot, just planting seeds of, um, what's the word? Fuck, I, I have lost my whole train of thought. Fuck. Planting seeds of just conflict, right? And because they know society at this very moment is so easily triggered, they'll just slide some bullshit in there, wait for it to catch fire, and now you have outrage. Mm. So I feel like a, a lot of this shit is just fucking fake. A lot of the outrage online is just fucking fake. People and, don't really give a fuck. Yeah, and people don't it's really give temporary. It's just something for them to fixate right. their attention span right. off for now. Right. And Entertainment. Even, right, and even because of that, even though the t- even though the the initial issue might be fake, people are happy being outraged. They're happy being upset online. They're happy being mad at whatever is their target at the moment. Like they like the online community when it comes to outrage is like a fucking pack of wolves. So because of that, these companies, these fucking bots, when it comes to like political um, discussions. They're just like rogue agents working around to stir the pot. Now, what brought me to this is I was list I was listening to a, a, um, another podcast about how in the 2016 election, a lot of the bots were setting up um, fake meetups. Like, <clears throat> pardon me, they were organize a Black Lives Matter rally across the street from a Blue Lives Matter rally. They would set up a Jewish um, rally across the street from like anti-Semitic rallies, and eventually. So it was becoming confrontational on purpose. Just, they're just trying to start confrontation, mm-hmm. and because they know everyone is is essentially sensitive and everyone is looking for something to be mad at, they just was just pouring gasoline everywhere. People who are that light a, to light a fucking match for real. People who are that passionate about a topic that they feel very personally about um, will confront in one way or another. They want to see the adversary. They don't want to live in a place where that's not around. They find themselves right smack in the middle of it. You but know. How, but how... 
but how logical is that is if in theory not even in theory what if your adversary's not even real like you're fighting ghosts out here i believe that they're all fighting ghosts because it doesn't fucking matter most of the time it doesn't That's matter like you know political beliefs are now causing you to put your hands on yeah, a brother like, and a sister yeah like not, like and and this is making me is really making me like realize that i can't even trust anything i see on the internet like you got niggas out here committing fake hate crimes this is why i don't fucking i'm not on because it's bullshit. It's like wrestling. Yeah, to that's me. What, yo. Listen, and I and I understand that. No, but no disrespect to uh, my, yeah, shout, yeah, my shout people out, to, out there who wrestling fans. Yeah, shout out to WWE. But I understand, like, I can't trust a lot of this shit out here. But it's like I still have to pay attention because in the bullshit, there's still like some seeds of truth. Mm. But it's like it's 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 buried under so much bullshit. Like it's hard. It's like it would make the average person tired of trying to figure out what's the what's the truth and what's not. And it's like you get we get so caught up in all the superficial shit. Like we ignore the real shit. Like real hate crimes. Like fucking climate change. Which like nigga they found a whale in the Amazon in a in a in a Amazonian rainforest. A dead humpback whale in an Amazonian Amazonian rainforest inland miles away from the fucking ocean nobody knows how I got there a dead humpback whale the locals don't know what the fuck happened like my nigga we about to die and the, the fucking UN climate control was saying if we don't get this shit together in 10 years it's, it's fucking lit and not in a good way so it's like it's things like that that kind of gets the, the real terrifying news gets buried under the Kardashian bullshit or the Jesse Smollett bullshit or the other fucking fake beefs online like I just like I don't know what to believe it's it's, it's, it's slowly but getting to the point where it's like you can't really trust anything you see on the internet like yeah it's bad enough you got fake memes and photoshop pictures and all this type of shit but it's like the disinformation is real. They just they just flood the market with so much bullshit. They make people cynical to the point where it's like you don't want to fight for something that's real because nothing seems real. Mm. Now, my question is, my next question is, why do you think they do it? I mean, if you want to get on a deeper level, like, I think they know that if we really kind of cut cut out the bullshit and really understood that we're fighting for something bigger, like, I'm paying a lot of attention to, like, the tech companies. I'm paying a lot of attention to, like, a lot of these corporations who, who are organizing monopolies to kind of just take our fucking money. Like, I watch all of these people. I watch the big pharmaceutical companies who are charging who are up, up, hike, up, <clears throat> words. They're hiking the prices up 500% for EpiPens that, that should be like $4, right? Like, I'm watching all of this shit. And then in relation to what you're saying about why do they do it is because they know that we won't pay attention to shit like that. Because if we were paying attention to the real shit about drug prices or police corruption or just corruption in general they know that we're we're so caught up in fighting 
fucking Gucci and Burberry, we don't have enough energy to fight the real shit. We don't. We can't. We we don't, our attention spans aren't even strong enough to walk and chew gum at the same time, mm. or even like it. Like even with like even on the political side of it, like they know that if they just flood the market with fucking bots who are basically lying, we won't vote for the right person, or we won't have enough um, wherewithal to see who the right candidate is. They don't want us doing the right thing. They don't want us coming together and realizing, like, regardless of all of this other bullshit, whether it's race, gender, sexual orientation, all of that shit is is bullshit compared to the real fact, which is the elite, these corporations, the people, the the, the 1%, if you want to call them that, are fucking us. All of them. They're doing it through gentrification, like I said, the drug prices, through fucking grocery shopping where everything is so fucking high. They don't want us paying attention and realizing, no, 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 y'all wilding. Like, y'all gotta, like, we still, we still, we're still the people. Like, we still have to, like, we still have a say in what y'all do. Like, y'all need us. And they got us so befuddled with all of the, with the, with the fuckery, we can't even stop for a minute and realize so why do they do that like I said to keep to keep us disorganized so in the you know middle, how much power we would have if we were organized we would have a lot but see this is my my perspective on things when this country was first founded it was a bunch of pilgrims and shit right everybody would come home after working or hustling or selling or cleaning or fixing the American you know what built America up right the work they come home from working and they would sit at the dinner table and talk about politics they would talk about what's going on out here they would talk about what's going on in their town in their state in their country right every veto every bill that was gonna be vetoed or every everything that was on it now when people come home they turn on their TV and they watch football they turn on their TV and they watch Real Housewives they turn on their TV and they watch fake news and they allow this television to tell them what the truth is but the truth is right outside your door so the news can tell you that white people hate black people and black people hate white people but the minute that you step outside and you see your white neighbor look at you and be like what's up yeah, what you doing later you gonna smoke weed word. get you know that's your reality so don't carry that animosity because that's energy coming out of the screen it's, it's hateful energy when, and that's and that's what I'm saying like I, I, and you're absorbing it right because they keep us so locked in into our phones where to the point where it's like everything in our phone is designed to make us upset, right? It's called the internet. Right. Everything is designed to make us upset. And if we had, if we were collectively on the same page as far as, okay, let's do what we got to do for our community. Let's do what we got to do for our kids. Let's do what we got to do for our government to make sure the playing field is even for everyone. They couldn't get away with a lot of this bullshit. Right. 
You can't get away with it in wherever you live. If you're enforcing it, you're putting your foot down and saying, I'm making sure that my city's good. I'm making sure that I'm telling the judicial system, the legal system that I'm unhappy and I'm doing my part to do so. And they're going so hard with that. Like they're destroying local newspapers who are usually responsible for spreading that information about what's going on in your community. You got these corporations, these media corporations buying up small newspapers and small media outlets and killing them so they can't share the fucking truth about what's going on. Like they're just, like I said, they're flooding because we, because they know we have so much information at our fingertips. They're flooding, they're flooding the market with all the bullshit they could possibly muster. So we won't look for the real shit. Like if you keep people fed on bullshit, they're not going to that they, they don't want to find something real. And it's like it's easy for you to say that shit online, like, yo, I want to do something for my community, but to put the real work in, you have to understand that a lot of this shit out here is fake. A lot of the shit that you're outraged about isn't worth it's not standing on anything yeah there's nothing sustainable about you being mad at some shit online and half the time you don't even really give a shit about it no you don't you just a lot of people are just mad at shit in a moment and they vent about it and then it goes to like I said what boycotts last for how long niggas said niggas was banning Gucci like again for 72 hours that shit went back to nothing everything that niggas quote unquote boycott lasts for 72 hours so what are we really doing out here? Being entertained by the television. But it's not even, the television is dead, beloved. Like it's our phones for real. Internet. It's called a net because you're trapped in it. This is a major reason why anybody who knows me before the show knows that I was just not up on things. Right. You would have to inform me, and maybe I may have seen it. That's because I treat my phone a certain way. Right. I'm conscious of my phone as it being a personal property that uh you know it's my personal responsibility to take care of it because i need it right but i'm aware that i'm not gonna allow this piece of machine to 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 dictate to me what i'm gonna do or how i'm gonna do it so i'm i find myself bothered by my phone personally Mm -hmm. i've always felt this way um i didn't like it when it goes off i don't like it when it makes a sound i don't like it when the red flag is up you know showing me that i got messages to be yeah, read i don't like on, it yeah keep your shit on silent man so i don't like crazy. it yeah unless it's you know somebody that uh i need to speak to you know but i'll i know how to behave using it mm-hmm. you know so there's certain do's and don'ts that i do the way i set up my phone is intricate to me because i'm a musician so Mm -hmm. i like certain things i use it more so as a tool i'm holding a tool in my hands Mm -hmm. so if i'm not on youtube i'm on my calculator or i'm on my notepad or uh, i'm on youtube you know just watching Mm -hmm. relevant things uh i'm in my dropbox Mm -hmm. sending my music to myself so it's a tool for me to be able to carry my work with me carry my brain you know with me because if i'm here working on stuff and I, I throw it up in the cloud and then I'm on the road, I'm still, it's like I'm still in the studio. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hearing back my work, judging it. And, then, and that's the difference because a lot of people don't use it for that. Most people use it as, entertainment. Like a, as an entertainment source. And I, I mean, entertainment is fine. I don't have no problem with entertainment. It's just that. Too much of it make, gets yeah, you distracted and, every, and you yeah, don't every, focus on yeah, the problem. Too, too much of anything is never good for you, man. 
It's yeah. never good for you. But people I, would rather feel good than feel bad. So they'll feel bad enough about vo- voicing their opinion about something, but they don't feel so really bad that they're actually going to do anything about it. And I, I like... That's just kind of keeping us sedated for real. Like, every single day, The Matrix makes more sense to me. Every single day. Because it's like, niggas was waiting for this apocalyptic reality and it's like beloved we might be living in this shit for real already we might be trapped in the matrix in our phone like that now listen that might be some super um conspiracy theory talk but listen we're here now so fuck it but it's like i and i and, and i and i think my my goal is in thinking with the town that we had off is that it's your responsibility as a creative to be truthful with the information that you spread out to the masses. That's how I feel. Now, most people don't like, and, and this really depends on what you're into, what you're in for, in whatever field you're in for. Like, if you're into it for the for a bag, do your thing. But if you're into it as, if you feel uh, like your connection to your community, like you have a responsibility to share the truthful side of things because there's so much misinformation out here the 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 information disinformation out here i think us as creatives as creators we have a responsibility to our audience to share with them what's real and what's not because the mainstream media isn't doing that shit and there's a lot of outlets out here other podcasts other musicians who will continuously push the bullshit who will continuously give you motherfucking junk food. Who will continuously give you all the processed bullshit to keep you upset, to keep you entertained enough to the point where you don't want to really go on and, and understand what's happening in your community. You don't got to be a fucking freedom fighter, my nigga, but at least understand what's going on out here. At the bare minimum, you should understand what's going on out here. And I know everyone has a sense of, yo, shit is fucked up out here. And it is. But this shit is deeper than rap. This shit is deeper than rap. Childish Gambino said that. Word. <laughs> like, like, this shit is deeper than rap. And I and I just, that kind of, the, the time off really renewed that in me where it's like, nah, it's a lot of fuckery out here. Like, even with, did you hear the Momo shit with the kids? That shit had, the, had the internet hot for like two days. And what happened? Oh, it's a hoax. I that re- fucking fast. What it created it? a whole story about this fucking weird ass creature popping up in YouTube and and kids videos on YouTube telling kids to go kill themselves. Yeah. For what? Like you niggas is being it, weird for what? It was an attempt to go viral. Somebody created that shit out of clay because they're an artist and they wanted to get trippy, and they created a weird bird bitch, right, for, with the eyes and shit. What, man, for what? And and that they were like, like yo, Beetlejuice for real. Like I just made this shit for what? No. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Shit, I'm about to turn this shit into a fucking craze. I'm gonna spread some rumors about it. Yeah. And it caught, it caught, cause my kid heard about it. My kid heard about it. Right? So that's when you know. Like, come on, man. But so now let's look at the tactics of people who attempt for shit to go viral. They understand how the human mind plays on entertainment. Outrage, man. That shit made the fucking news. And it was a goddamn lie. Word to Jesse. 
It was a fucking lie. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I, don't, I just kind of want. I'm glad there are people out here. I'm not gonna say that everyone is kind of just blind to the bullshit, but if you're a creative, if you're making any type of content, like, just keep that in mind. Like, it's it's a lot of bullshit out here, and you have to understand that you have a responsibility to your audience. That's it. That's it, man. Cause like, trust me. It's it's usually called good journalism for a reason. When, I mean, yeah, or, or like, journalism, period. Like, be responsible. Not, I won't even say journalism because that's kind of like putting into a box for real because it's not even journalism is, is kind of keeping it limited. Like, even like niggas who create music, you don't have to be no fucking Talib Kweli ass nigga, but you could still just be responsible with your word. At least know what's going on. At least tell your audience what's going on. Like, even like, if you want to be fun, be fun. But if you feel like you want to take a, a effort to make like conscious music or whatever the case may be, understand that you gotta give the full story. Don't just tell niggas that the trap is the trap is booming and you got money and you just brought a Bentley truck. Like tell the niggas that your man got bumped and now he doing life. Get a full story. Hear the full story. Get not the, the full fucking not the, story. Not the uh, Grand Theft Auto story. Yeah, man. So I I just been trying to read motherfucking read the news articles that I trust quote unquote because I don't know what I trust anymore and I've just been watching not a lot of fucking Netflix that's what I've been doing me too did you see Umbrella Academy fuck yeah I did that shit was fucking fire it was pretty good man the she comics are good too I didn't know my man from um, Chemical Romance wrote that shit mm. I forgot the, the lead singer's name but he fucking yeah he, he created the whole graphic novel behind that shit shit's hot shit's hot man that shit is hot at first, I wasn't feeling some of the some of the characters acting. Like I didn't like the, the big hairy guy. He was in something else, and I can't think of, of what he was in. He did a good job. He did a good job. No, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I watched that. I gotta watch the um the Teddy Pendergrass documentary on Showtime because I fuck with Teddy P. And um, but I watched the Umbrella Academy, and I've not been. I watched the um. Did you see Abducted in Plain Sight? Listen, man, let me just give you a quick synopsis, right? Let me tell you how wild white people, white people are. <laughs> so it's this documentary, right? They live in some fucking small town. I can't remember where, right? So this guy befriends his neighbor and basically does all of this wild shit to have sex with a 14-year-old girl. He, make, he, has sex, he has sex with the wife, right? He makes the father jerk him off <laughs> listen this is the wildest shit I've ever seen on Netflix I wish you could see my facial expression listen abducted in the plain sight if y'all haven't seen it this is some of the wildest like I'm, I like documentaries and shit but this is some of the wildest shit I've ever seen this nigga essentially fucked the whole entire family just to get the 14 year old girl he made the girl run away he, he abducted her twice had the girl so brainwashed that he made, he convinced her that if if she doesn't marry him, that aliens will come and murder her family. This is in like the, the 60s or some shit, just some 60s, 70s, some wild shit. But just got he this white man essentially fucked the entire family just to get this 14 year old girl. It's the wildest shit I've ever seen. 
So if you are in need of a mind fuck and you need more confirmation of how crazy white people are, go watch Abducted in the Plain Sight. This shit is fucking nuts, bro. It's fucking nuts. Like I just, I just had to. I don't need y'all to know that so y'all can understand the wild shit that's happening um, out here. Um, and what else? That's all. Um, we missed a lot of music because we've been gone. But um, shout out to Two Chains. He dropped this project. Uh, rapper go to the league. That was decent. Um, Solange dropped the project called When I Get Home and make this quick point about Solange now I love Solange Solange is one of my favorite artists but you know how you listen you're a musician you know how artists get you know how artists get too artsy and they get into a vibe and they just want to make shit that's just like one big ass interlude that's what this album is. They want to get trippy and psychedelic. Right. That's what this album is. They want to transcend. Like, this album was wild, experimental. And I get it because I'm into weird shit. But coming off of a, coming off of a seat at the table, which was a classic in my eyes, I was, I, I was expecting more, which I probably shouldn't have had such high expectations. Mm. But just this wasn't it. Mm. I'm going to listen to it because, again, I like weird shit. But... As a, in a on a general level, yeah, this wasn't it, Solange. Mm. I love you though. You're a beautiful black woman, but this wasn't it. It's just like the first four songs. I thought it was one song. It's 19 tracks. It's like 39 minutes. Mm. It just it just wasn't it. It just wasn't it. Well, R.I.P. <laughs> I say R.I.P. <laughs> but I just you know that's all I've been doing. Um. Yeah, man. I think it's it's just we missed a lot of shit, but no worries, cause we we're here now. We're back. All of you niggas that's been hitting me up, y'all can get off my ass now, cause we're here. I'm back. Frankie's back. You know, we back. We back to regularly scheduled programming, bro. I don't I don't know what else. Um, it's probably some other shit I'm forgetting, but that's not that important right now. We just um very appreciative of being back and being back in the element like again I want to thank y'all for bearing with us and being super duper supportive of us kind of cut us during this transition period and um yeah man shout out to everybody bro shout out to B-double-O-G by the time y'all hearing this his birthday will be um on and popping so shout out to Boog Go get his, go stream all his music. Book Jefferson, it's on fucking iTunes, Spotify, title, all that shit. Go listen to Big Moo Talk. Go listen to Big Moo Talk Deluxe. Shout out to Gold Dynasty. This nigga birthday is is what's your shit the fifth? Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah Tuesday. Hey. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to B Double O G. Um. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my babies. Shout out to my family. Shout out to everybody. Shout um, out the whole squad. Squad. Shout out to Black History Month. We we gonna take a vote. Word. But um. Shout out to shout out to Krenius, uh Rosetta, Krenius, Rosetta, all them, Jasper, you know, Jasper, everybody, everybody. Petey and Craze for showing Petey up. Jules, Jules, you know what I mean? all, everybody at the panel. Yo, shout, shouts to you, man. Shouts to you Thank for you, sticking bro. it out, man. And welcome back, man. 
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Shout out to fucking Frankie Meadows, man. Shout out to fucking Frankie. My bro in here holding it down. We back rocking and rolling. I'm fucking excited. If you guys can't tell, this nigga said gratata. One more time for Frankie to talk his shit. Hey, hey, hey. Before we get out of here, I just want to say, listen, follow Sean on everything. It's very important that you guys like, review, and subscribe to the show. I appreciate all the support, but I need, to show, I need y'all to show that in the analytics. Listen, as a nigga who hates the word analytics and fucking data and all of that other shit, we need your help in this particular area. Like, review, rate the show, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that shit, man. Everything is super duper appreciated. Follow the show on IG. For the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at 4KJ. Follow Frankie on Instagram at Frankie Metals. Follow A Celestial Goddess for your holistic hymn. Follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. Follow the whole squad, man. Thank you. The squad on a real shit. Love real you shit, real very shit. much so. And in the meantime, in between time, perseverance for the stress. You won't hold us back, nigga. We here now. 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 We here now.